Hi, and welcome back to Two Noras and a Mic. I'm Nora. And I'm Nora. And we've got a plot twist for you. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not a true crime podcast. <laughs> it could be someday, but for today, we went with two Noras earlier in the night or in the day mm-hmm. um, and no guest host right. because we have a big holiday that we wanted to celebrate with all of our listeners and celebrate together because there's so much to dish about. Yes. Because you and I might have two of the best dads on the planet. Oh, for sure. And we yes. want to spill all the tea because <laughs> well, we're like hip we want to spill all the tea on Father's Day, yes. and we're just going to do it in a shorter amount of time. Yes. And it's more bang for your buck. <laughs> exactly. So, Nora, tell me about your dad. Oh, G. Mike. G. Mike. He's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is not the He is not the... Oh, he is not the Mike of our mics, like two Noras yes, and your dad. Yes, he is not the Mike to our <laughs> two Noras. He is just a Mike... And I have a lot of them in my life because mm-hmm. my dad is Mike, mm-hmm. my brother is Mike, That's true. goes by Mac, true. my son is Mike, and they're all equally as awesome. And I feel very lucky. But what makes your dad awesome? He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. He, and he's given me some really good advice from the get-go. And I think as a kid, yeah. I didn't realize it, but looking back, holy cow, like, he knew what was up. Yeah. He told me things growing up like, be nice to everybody, mm-hmm. which nowadays I take to heart. Like, that's really important yeah. and very difficult to do. Yes. Because I'm really not that nice to everybody. <laughs> I want to be, but I you can't be. Are very, don't worry, Mr. Haggerty. She's lovely. I try. I try really, really hard, but sometimes you can't. You well, can't like everybody. Your dad said, be nice. He didn't say, be perfect. Right? He did. And you know what he also said? What? And this was a piece of advice that his dad gave him mm-hmm. because he is a runner like I am. And that's probably one of the greatest things he's ever taught me Aww. because it's carried me through high school all the way into my forties. Like mm-hmm. he, the guy taught me to run. Right. And here I am still going still strong. Running. Well, for the most part, um, but I asked him, and I remember this in Bemis Woods. Oh my what is, gosh. Right? What is one of the best pieces of advice your dad, my grandpa, Aww. Jack Haggerty, ever gave him? And you know what he told me? What? If you want to have something done the right way, you need to do it yourself. There you go. And he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. And either was my grandpa. Aww. Do you feel that way? Like if you want to have something done right, do it yourself? Yeah, in a way. I think, yes, I think that's true. If you want it done right or in the way that you imagine it to be, do it yourself. But I also think there's, if you're going to ask for help, you have to be secure in the fact that like it may not be done in the way that you want it. It's kind of like when you have a babysitter. You're like, that's not what I would do with my kids, but I'm glad that you're here watching it. Like, my parents tend to put my kids to bed later than I would like, but then Al's parents would tend to put them to bed earlier than I would like. But I'm like, you know what? You're their grandparents, and I'm happy for the... And I'm out. And I'm out. Yeah. And I'm having a great time, so why should I care? Sometimes you know? I have a hard time asking for help, but the reality is they call me Needy Nora at home. 
Wait, what, Nora? They either call me needy Nora or oh, special needy case. needy Nora. It's always a special case with Nora. Oh. Which is true. It's never my fault. Well, they also say that. <laughs> it's never Nora's fault. Oh, well, I call us the uh, plot twist tailors because I feel like things always get complicated with us. In a good way? Sometimes in a good way or sometimes it's like, oh, geez, what now? But you guys have really good stories. We It's always an adventure. Like, it's always kind of like, oh, God, what now? Like, I'll call my parents and be like, so bit of a change of plans. And they're like, oh, boy, hold on. Let me put your mom are on they okay, Are they okay with a change of plans? Most of the time. Because I will say one Haggerty is okay with a change of plans and one Haggerty is not. Not naming any names, but the one that is listening. I don't know if they're okay with it, but they've grown accustomed to it. Yeah, so are you a special case Nora too? Yeah. My whole family, it's like a, we're like a mess. I would not classify the Taylors as a dumpster fire. Or the Ryans. No, it's the Taylor. It's like the Ryan, like my little Ryan Taylor family, the six of us. I don't mean for it to happen. I know. No, same. My heart's always in the right place. Although I do have four kids. Right. So there's going to be. And they're not robots. (laughs) You've heard it here first, folks. (laughs) Nora's children, not robots. They're real human children. In case you were worried. For full disclosure, my children are also not robots. Although I did get a Roomba, or a, it's not a Roomba. Is that the it's vacuum a Roomba? It's an it's a Yuffie. It's like a budget Roomba, and then her name is Vicky. She is a robot. Did you name her? Of course I did. You named her Vicky. Vicky vacuum. Oh, so it works. But um, she's delightful, and she does exactly what she's supposed to do. She gets a little lost sometimes. I gotta bring her, get her back on course. But you know, does she doesn't? talk back? No, I'm having trouble with back talking. Okay. Um, and I don't know how to handle it because, uh, as a former teacher, and if former teachers are out there, they usually saying, call their parents. <laughs> like I'm the parent. No, but it a uh, solid book was one, two, three, magic. For, and you can do it with parenting. It's love and logic oh. with parenting and love and logic with teaching. And it's truly like you get one, you get two, you get three, and then shake five. And it's a whole system. Oh. But my kids think they're bosses. And they oh. haven't gotten the memo that there's only one boss at our house. That's true. And you're looking at her. <laughs> Definitely nor. Can I tell you about my dad? Oh, yes. Because <laughs> we went off the rails. No, you did not. You're fine. Uh, my dad, Jim Ryan, is like the best dad you could possibly get. Like, uh, he's amazing. I actually gave him a card for Father's Day that said um, something to the effect of like, the older I get, the more I realize like how smart my dad is. Was and, it like, a sentimental it, card? Well, it was like a like an artsy card, but it wasn't like a Hallmark where it's like 12 pages long where you're like, land like the plane. someone else. Wrote yeah, the- right. Um, but um He's incredible. It and was, he's very hands-on because he's, he's with your kids awesome. often. Yes. And, and I see him. Well, just I don't want your dad call, is as well. Well, I don't want to call um, you out, but I've seen him at more track meets than I've seen you, but that's fine. <laughs> he's definitely, he's an, yeah, they're very much like show up and they're there. It's nice always. that he's close. And like, he's close. In proximity. But um, he was just always an awesome dad. And it's interesting because he traveled a lot. Your dad traveled a lot too. Um. But I was saying, I was like, he traveled all the time, but I never felt like he wasn't there. I kind of feel the same way. Which I feel like is a huge testament to him because, like, if I look back at the big stuff, 
he was always there or like he coached my softball team and God bless him. He did say I only played sports to wear the uniform, but he's right. <laughs> I do love a costume. We, <laughs> um, but he, he's just the best. And I, he's just kind. And he, well, one thing that he, a story he loves to tell about my grandpa, he, when he was little, my grandpa was washing dishes. So this is probably in like the, probably the fifties. And he said to my grandpa, he goes, why are you washing dishes? That's a woman's job. And my grandpa looked at him and was like, it is only a woman's job if a woman is doing it. Like, wow. Which is amazing. Yeah. Very progressive. Yeah. Especially like, during that time. And that's also very cool. Cause my sister was very sporty and in the eighties, like at her Catholic, like the Catholic school she went to in California, we were living in the time they didn't have a girls basketball team. And my dad was like, my daughter wants to play. So Aaron and like two of her friends were played on the boys team. My dad's like, she needs, she wants to play. Like he was a really good, so he's ad- very involved. He was such a good advocate for his daughters. And of course for Sean, for his son too, but he was an amazing girl dad before that he was, was even yeah, like a thing. It was a thing. Yeah. Um, and I guess the best like personal advice he ever gave me was he forced me to audition for a play in college. Cause I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing it. I'm done with theater. Not doing that theater. was big. And he was like, all right, just try out for one play. And if you get in it, great. And if not, I won't bother you anymore. And then I and the rest it. was history. And then I got into it. Now here I am. Um, and now might be a nice time for me to give a shout out to Mike Haggerty uh, as a thank you. Aww. Also, yes. like you thanked your dad. No. <laughs> because he did not force me to try out for a play. Okay. And yes, I appreciate that he taught me to run because truly, like all jokes aside, it is probably the greatest gift he's ever given yeah. me. But when we would be back in Beverly for the summer, he would give me a car. Which is huge. Once you turn 16, I assume. I wasn't sure. If mostly. Were yes. <laughs> mostly. The only glitch Aww. was it was turquoise or red, which was not really a hot Amazing. color in the 90s or now. I don't know. And it had big decals on the side that said Mike Haggerty Pontiac GMC truck and Volkswagen. Oh, so you were a bit of like a advertisement. I was a bit of. <laughs> I should have been paid. <laughs> it was like slave labor. <laughs> Slave flavor. I was like an intern and I didn't even know it. I used to like beg my dad to drive into the airport so I'd have his car for like two days. Oh my God, I would have begged them to drive me to the airport in this thing so I could leave it in the parking lot. I actually, when I got my license, my dad had gotten like a brand new Jeep Grand Cherokee and he was like, no, you're not driving this car. And I was like, you know, 16 and very you know, all knowing. So I wrote him a letter, like why he should drive his car. And I was like, Jesse White, the secretary of state thinks that I can drive, trust me to drive and gave me a license. I don't know why you don't. And my dad just looked at me and goes, then you can drive his car. <laughs> Mr. White, where are the keys? Oh God. Uh, I drove the Mike Haggerty. We called it the Mike Haggerty getaway vehicle. <laughs> It was probably the worst getaway vehicle of all time because it has this name plastered all over it. But right. Don't you're be, welcome. But that's pretty awesome. Haggerty cars because I was advertising. Sold a lot of cars. <laughs> I sold a lot of turquoise cars. That okay, summer. our dads are awesome, but can yes. we talk about fake dads or like TV dads? Because yes. I have a favorite. Okay, let's hear it. Do you have a favorite? I do. I think it's going to surprise you. Because I had five minutes to think about this, and this is the first one that popped into my head. Go ahead. You first. Well, mine's not a TV dad. Oh. 
said like Paul Bunyan. <laughs> it was like from a fable, King Midas. What is it? Not really like a fable. It's okay. <laughs> Zeus. <laughs> More of a myth, kind of a girl mythology. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go first. My favorite TV dad is Bandit from the cartoon show Bluey. Is he a dog? He's a dog. He's a, a dog dad? He is an amazing dad. A dog dad. He's a dog dad. But to dog children. So it's okay. Like he dogs them? <laughs> no, he dads them. He's a parent. Oh I am a human, actually. He's a wonderful dad. I am crying. I think I'm crying. <laughs> Bandit if there was beats <laughs> all other TV dads. Uh, really? He does. He's amazing. For eight minutes, he kills it. Go ahead. Uh, Father of the Bride. Oh, I don't know. Mr. Banks? He's kind of stressful. Are you joking me? I'm excited to see the he new w- one that comes out. Okay, but let's just back it up. He worked his tail off. In a shoe store, shoe factory. Oh, making the little plasticky things. No, he was like George Banks. Like, he mm-hmm. worked hard. They had a lovely home in Pasadena. They raised a family. That's true. He hosted a wedding. He was funny as heck. That's true. And he was kind Looked of charming. Looked good in a blue tuxedo. He <laughs> did, yes. I mean, he did get put behind bars, but it certainly wasn't his fault. Oh, no. It was and, for love. And he's kind of my okay. favorite dad. That's a good one. And I'm sorry for, I don't know, this probably isn't appropriate. What? Cosby's? No. Oh, well, no, it's Cliff, he was, Cliff Huxtable. Can we say we love Cliff Huxtable? Yes. And the heck with Bill Cosby? Yes. I think so. I think you can separate. We're totally digressing from dads, but no, that's no, like, we are like you think on about, dads. like, here's another example. I love the song. Remix to Ignition, but I do, or like World's Greatest, oh, wonderful well, song. Can R. We? Kelly, I could do without. I wish somebody would remake those songs. So I know I somebody that not... was in an R. Kelly video. <gasps> You're right. He is one of the, way to go, Nick Murray. I won't though. call him out. I will. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, why would you not want to be, if you're in a video called World's Greatest, if I was in it, I'd be like, hi, I'm Nora, World's Greatest. Well, I was actually, I was on The Price is Right, and I don't leave with that. <gasps> you should. That's like Jillian. I'm like, I don't know how she doesn't. Well, she was an Olympian. As an Olympian. Like, hi, Atlanta 96. I would. I never, I, made, I never made it on stage, so that's probably why I'm a little more shy. Oh. What would you Maybe leave with? we'll do a redo. Or a remix. Or no, we'll go on The Price is Right again. Is it the same? I still have my shirt. No, we need all new, like, like a cleanse. you got to start fresh, I think. Maybe we could broadcast from <laughs> Drew Carey. <laughs> um, I don't I even watch it anymore. We cannot. Oh, oh, neither do I. I used to watch it with my grandma and in college. But it's on at like 11 or 10 But you know what morning. I watch religiously what? at 10 a.m.? The Today is, Show. Yeah, Hoda and Jenna. I do like it. I feel like I'm friends with them. Same. Definitely. I don't know. Um, but I feel like we can't wrap up a Father's Day oh, podcast without talking about the father of our children. Oh, they're two separate people. <laughs> the respective fathers. The respective fathers of Husbands of, our, of the Noras. Of our human children yes. that are not robots. <laughs> um, my sister Ryan. Was, and Al. Yes. Uh, Al belongs to my children and Ryan. And you. And me. Yeah. Um, 
So when did he, when? Yeah, because my sister said to me, she's like, when do you think, because when you are a woman and you are pregnant, like your life changes like as soon as you get that test. And I feel like so does your husband at that point. No, I don't think so. I really don't think their life changes until that baby is in their arms. And that's, I said, I was then like, you I don't think super, it'll hit them. Then you were super low key as a pregnant I was woman. pretty low key. Yeah. I'd like to think so. I think I, yeah, I don't know. I guess so. So you don't think it, when you showed him that test, he was like well, dad mode. I never showed it to him right away. I know that. I would take the test privately. <laughs> and then, well, with Aiden, I told him that day, but I like went and got my hair cut and then like did a whole day. Kind of like zhuzh up? Met for like, dinner. Well, no, I had it just scheduled. And oh. we were going to have sushi. And I was like, oh, I can eat sushi. And he's like, why not? And I was like, I'm pregnant. And then was he like, I am a dad? No. And then he was oh. like, holy cow. That's not what I was expecting at dinner. And then with Rory, it happened again so soon that I told my friend Stephanie first. I knew that. And then Stephanie But he was already in dad mode. From, so when you had Aiden, when did he, when did that shift? What do you mean? Like when... From you being at sushi and oh, being like, wow. I think when Aiden came home. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so he had that whole, like, 30, home, 40 good, weeks. Yeah, to, to sort it out. No, he's killing it. Well, it was great because when I was pregnant, he, my friend Nicole was very kind and would come over all the time and hang out with us and drink wine with him. So she was like my surrogate <laughs> wine drinker. For Al, it was really well, quite nice. So he had no I really need. appreciated. He Nicole. had no need to shift into dad mode because no. he was just a shardy party all the while. Yeah, totally. Oh. But um, no, Al is wonderful. He's very squeamish though. So when Aiden was born, um, he's been very lucky with all four of my children. I've had very short labors, but we got to the hospital. Like Aiden, Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, it's fast. Like Aiden was born an hour after we got into the hospital, but in that time. Al was like, I need to go stick my head out the window. <laughs> so he left and he came back and I was like, all I want you to do is talk to me. And he oh. was, and he was like, okay. Silence. <laughs> he just stared at me. Like I was like a Ga- fish in a fish tank. Maybe he was gazing into your eyes. Oh, he was just dumbfounded. And I was like, you're not talking. He's like, I'm so sorry. And he was, I was like, what do you want me to ask? I'm like, my favorite color, where I lived, my address. Who, who was this with? Alexander. Oh, no, this was with Aiden. With Aiden. Okay. And then he we... had to leave again. <laughs> and then he came back. I don't know if he was trying to think of some questions to ask me. And then he came back in. And and you were a mom. And no, and the, the anesthesiologist was there because it took three tries to get my epidural in. So that's why he had to leave, which I never got anyway. And so he goes, excuse me, I'm going to need your chair. And made the anesthesiologist stand up. And then Aiden was born and he was like, it's amazing. <laughs> He's like, nothing. Done and dusted. <laughs> Shoot. So, oh. right, we, um, we're not as lucky in the quick delivery no. as you are. Well, but, it's, it's good and bad. Um, with, I can't remember who it was. Must have been, Kat, oh, was it Elle or Catherine Grace? He excused himself. He's oh. getting a little nauseous. So, I made small talk, like oh. the gem I am, yes, under anesthesia did. or not. <laughs> Great. With this lovely Mormon fellow. Oh. Wait, was he a doyle? He was the anesthesiologist. Oh, okay. Just a guy who happened to be. (laughs) He's like, my wife's in the room next door. No, no, no. Having number 12. No, no, no. In the OR. No, no, no. Okay, he's an anesthesiologist. Um, About the final four and the Sweet 16 and like the whole tournament. Yeah. 
And Ryan made his way back, like, in due time. But shoot, <laughs> I'm not one to make small talk to begin with, oh. let alone under anesthesia, let alone during a C-section. So oh, thank Lord. you, Ryan Westfall, for, for coming back. Coming back. <laughs> but the rest has been gold. Like, it's been smooth sailing ever since. Yes, I know. We'll I'm say. very grateful for my... For for all the dads in my life, yeah, and and Ryan's killing it now. Yes, it just took, it just took four. As deliveries. long as there's no blood involved, else. And I will say the turning point for us was COVID, because for oh, so many years yes. he was gone super early and didn't come back till late evening. And then when the pandemic hit and he worked from home, right, he was all hands on deck. And it's so it was all, yeah same for well Al traveled four days a week, and so it was really. That was one of the wonderful blessings of COVID, you know, yeah. to find the silver lining of it was it was a huge having, silver lining for having us. them home and having them kind of like, oh, this is what goes on. Yeah. It was like having it was like <laughs> undercover boss. It was like <laughs> they could see what went behind the scenes. Sometimes oh. better than others, but I'm glad that we squeezed this little plot twist. I'm in. so glad we didn't forget about Father's Day because we have Awesome dads. We are grateful to and our dads, to our husbands, husbands fathers-in-law. To, we have fathers, yeah, to all the da- dads all in the dads. general. We, um, um, so thank you guys for listening. Yes, thank you for tuning in. Drone on about our dads. Yes, and our so don't. And, I hope you had a lovely day with with your dads, your husbands, any kind of father figure in your life. And yeah. uh, have a great week. We'll see you next week. Right, bye. bye.